welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to a new episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining with us. And last week, we began a new season after an extended break. And I just want to say, wow, the numbers are really exciting. How many of you joined with us to listen this last week in the first episode? So thank you so much for that. Appreciate that. It's exciting to know that people were waiting for a new season to begin and, and uh, want uh, the content and, and all that goes with it, man, that really that really makes me happy. And I'm, I'm really thankful and excited uh, for what we've got uh, ahead of us. And again, I just want to say, you know, share it, share, talk to your friends, text them, put it on social media, shout it from the housetops, you know, whatever. But um, tell people that the Point of Impact podcast is something that's uh, going to deliver each and every week with inspiration, motivation, with interesting insights, with information that's just going to um, help you and, and, and help you to live a high-impact life. That's what, that's what this is all about, living a high-impact life and how do you live a high-impact life and, and what are the, the insights that you need that can help you to get there. That's what this, that's what this podcast is all about. If you look back over previous episodes, you'd see that, you know, I'll do some themes like stress or success or happiness, things like that, major, big, big ticket things in life. And then I'll do individual episodes on just a number of different topics that I think are be interesting and would be of interest to you. And and today I, I want to do one of those. Sometimes I like to share out of experiences in my own life that I think uh, can be helpful. And, and today is definitely one of those because I had an opportunity recently to work uh, one day on the set of a television show. And I'd like to just share with you the things that, that I observed, the things that I learned that, that I think really can help you. Uh, and I think that it's just one of these things where you just wouldn't know it unless you experience it. But I experienced it and, and it was really, really interesting and fascinating um, but I mean, it's 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 got a lot. I had a lot to unpack with you today that I think you're going to like. I think you're going to enjoy, and I really think it's going to be uh, a help to you uh, as you move forward in your in your life, in your in your relationships, in your career, whatever whatever you're talking about. So let me just kind of lay the groundwork. The the first thing, you know, sort of start with the downer, uh, which is I, I can't tell you anything about the name and the plot the you know the stars none of that because uh they made everyone sign a non-disclosure agreement and they were really really uh strong about it. i i i worked on a, a one day again tv show homeland you've heard of that i'm sure showtime great great many seasons i worked there and there was nowhere near the same level of uh of vigilance about uh, making sure people didn't know too much. Um, now, you know, part of the reason is that was kind of a known entity and, and, and this isn't. And, you know, the, the surprise factor, the new factor, I'm sure has a part of it. What I can tell you is that the main character is big time, big time actor. Uh, mention the name, you, you, you'd know the name. The directors won an Academy Award. I mean, these are major, 
major league folks, which is what made it even more interesting because, you know, when you can observe from the best and you're talking about some top, top people here in the business and the entertainment business, then, you know, you're you're getting it you're getting it right. You're getting it straight from the gold standard of what should happen when TV is being produced. So that I think is, is, is significant. It's also important for you to know how minor and insignificant uh, the role I had was because it was nothing, uh, nothing earth shattering or anything. I, I played the part of a guy named Tony who was a concierge uh, and that's, that's it. I mean, it's so I don't want you to think, wow, Rick's uh, leaving the speaking and writing world and going into into TV and movies. That's uh, that's not based on this part. I don't think there's much chance for that. So, um, you know, just want to lay out all the cards out there on the table. I'm not claiming uh, to 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 be what I'm not. But I'm also saying that I was there. I was there. I was on set. And everything I'm going to share with you is stuff that I personally uh, was able to observe. And so even though I certainly don't have any starring role, I, I still have some, some really interesting stuff to share. I will tell you that the storyline was one that I, I'm really uh, supportive of. I just, I believe in it. It's, it's not like I would be involved in stuff that I really don't, you know, care for or even have a passion or interest in, but this one I do. So I'm going to tell you, um, it's, it's, it's going to be powerful. It's, it's going to be great. And, and when it comes on TV later this year, I'll certainly let you know uh, about it and uh, hope that you will watch it because I think it's really, really going to be uh, something special, the kind, of, uh, the kind of TV viewing that you would, you'd want to have and, what, and you certainly would uh, take time to watch because it would be of benefit to you for sure. So... What we'll end up seeing on TV later this year is the final product. It is the eight episodes uh, that make up the storyline, and that's what we'll see. But what you won't see is everything that it took to produce eight episodes of television. What we see does not reveal all that took place before the show was ever released for for viewing and that's what i want to talk about behind the scenes behind the scenes what happens behind the scenes and what does that mean for for us what can we learn from being behind the scenes in something really significant so let's let's start here the amount of people that were involved in this production. It took almost 150 people, the crew. Yeah, almost 150 people. And that's a huge number. And that's just the first thing that kind of strikes me as, you know, again, just for those of you, you know, maybe don't know my background. So I have a sports background first. And so I know what it takes, you know, to put it together in terms of the team and the trainers and the coaches. You know, it's 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 a lot. But uh, 150 people, man, that's a big number. I, I started a church from scratch and, and, and grew it to be a significant ministry over a 27-year period. So I know what it's like to, you know, have staff and 
and have volunteers and, you know, just what it takes to, to put things on. And, and I do understand that. Um, there were times when it would take us up to 100 people just to put on, say, a Sunday service or a series of services on Sundays. So, you know, I get it. It isn't like this is foreign to me, but 150 people. Wow, that's a lot of people. And the question, of course, becomes, okay, who are these people? Like, what are the roles that they that they play? So let's just break it down here just to kind of give you a, a sense of it. So you got people who run the cameras, right? You know, duh, that's not too hard to understand. Yeah, got people who run the cameras, all right? And, and you've got people that do sound. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what you have to have, Rick. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. You've got uh, lighting people. Sure, lighting is hugely important. Those things are, you know, the things that, you know, you're like, well, yeah, of course, you got to have that. But but what else? Well, you got like the, the hair and makeup people. And and again, you know, you're like, well, yeah, you know, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, but imagine hair and makeup in an era of COVID. I mean, that's a whole nother dynamic. We had to wear masks and face shields, masks and face shields. And then you took the face shields off when you actually went onto this set from, say, the waiting area, still kept on the face mask, and the face mask only came off right before filming, put into your pocket. I mean, I just, I just can't help but think that somewhere along the line, something might get missed, and you might see a mask uh, sticking out of somebody's pocket or something, because, I mean, that's literally the way that this thing went down. Then you have wardrobe. So wardrobe, you know, I went in there and, and they had, you know, they wanted me to wear this gray suit and this ugly tie and this hilarious pocket square and, the, you know, the whole get your name badge and the whole nine yards. But hey, got to have people that, that do that. Then you have to have the safety people. And, and again, with COVID, yeah, a lot, lot of uh, emphasis on safety. And there was testing, had to be COVID tested, it, tested before COVID coming on the set then the day then during production another COVID test and all kinds of other people involved in safety then the props now there's a lot of props that go into to a production and so somebody's got to be in charge or many people have to be in charge of these props and making them look and then they have what they call grips which is uh the people who make sure that all the props stay in place. I mean, it's kind of funny, right? Like, yeah, no, everything's temporary. I mean, this is just TV, right? This isn't permanent. So, but you got to make it look permanent and you got to make sure it stays in place and doesn't fall down. So there's a whole nother role just for that. I mean, it's remarkable. There were people, you know, we're talking about lighting, but there were also like electricians there as well. You know, I was at the desk, uh, you know, the reception desk there is the concierge area for the hotel, I had these electricians come and they wanted to switch out light bulbs and they wanted to do this and they wanted to do that. I mean, just uh, amazing. All right, let's just keep going. How about people have to deliver trailers? There's all kinds of trailers that people are in during production and somebody's got to deliver those trailers. There's a uh, temporary uh, heating or cooling, depending on the time of year, but in this case, heating. So they're, you know, they've got these like gigantic uh, heaters and then they've, they've got the ductwork that goes up into the room. I mean, it's, it's just like wild. And then there's catering, you know, it's got to have food, people got to eat. And it starts really early. I'll talk about that in a moment. 
and goes pretty long. So catering, then you then you get into things like, you know, the office, the back end. Somebody's got to, uh, you know, take care of the logistical things and process payroll and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it it is it is a, a big operation. It is a big, big, big operation. So that just struck me. And so, you know, here's my insight on that for life, which is it's, it always takes a team. It's always important to surround yourself with a team. It can't just be you. You've got to have people around you that you can count on. If you want to do something big in your life, you're going to need more than just you to do it. You're going to have to have a crew. Might not have to be 150 people, but you're going to have to have people in your life that you can count on that that can help you and that can support you and 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 can be a part of what it is that you're wanting wanting to do. Right now, I've got six people uh, on 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 my team. Six people that are have taking care of, of various roles in order to make happen what's what's happening in in my life in terms of my speaking and writing and all the things that I'm endeavoring to do and it takes a team of people and whether you are doing something like that or you know any number of other things in life you're going to need a crew you're going to need people that can uh, support you that can give you good advice feedback uh, people that you can talk to relationships are hugely important and you've got to have people around you. So that's the first thing. Just first little insight for you on what it's like to be behind the scenes on a TV show is it takes a lot of people to make it happen. And it takes people in your life to make things happen. If you're going to, you'll never, you're never going to get there alone. You're always going to need other people to help you. And you need those mentors, you need those friends, and you need those folks that you can really count on that can be your sponsors. And I don't mean that like in an addiction sense. I mean like sponsor you in terms of pushing your name forward and saying, hey, this is a person that could do the job or this is someone that ought to get the promotion or whatever the case may be. You need those people. You need mentors. You need all types of folks in your life. No doubt about it. Now, let's talk about the workday. So, ready? Six o'clock in the morning. Show up at six. Yeah, six. What time did it end? Seven. Yeah, 13 hour day. 13 hours. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's a long day. That's a long day. And that's, of course, not your travel time. That's just. So, add a half an hour each way, you're, you're at 14 hours. Well, that only leaves you 10 hours left in the whole rest of your day. I mean, come on. And if seven, eight, eight of those hours are sleep, you know, what What do you really have left? Not a whole lot. <laughs> not, not a whole lot of time. And these folks do this day after day after day. This production will take seven months. Seven months. Seven months of long long, long days. I'm told that the director, and I'm sure it's not just only the director, gets up and gets preparing two hours before 
the shooting even begins. I mean, this is incredible to just think about how early someone is getting up to get going to prepare for the day. And then you have the whole day of shooting. And then it's not like, well, that was a long day and now it's over. Well, yeah, for a guy like me, it was over. But for the crew, many of them, this is going to be day in and day out, day in and day out, week in and week out, month after month after month. I mean, just think about what that would be like to work that many hours. And then you think about all the glamour, you know, the supposed glamour of Hollywood. I mean, these people are working. They are working. They are putting in the time. So, you know, when you read and you go like, oh, I heard this guy was, you know, uh, Cabo and then they were over there, <laughs> you know, and Bermuda or whatever, St. Lucia, Hawaii, it must be nice to live the life. Well, yeah, you know, you might want to take a break after you've been putting in those sort of hours week after week, month after month, you might have earned yourself a nice vacation. So that's just to understand hours. And then this is the other thing. So this is seven months of like nonstop work for like what? Seven hours? <laughs> seven hours of actual television, maybe eight. I mean, that's like unbelievable. A month, an hour? <laughs> A month of working 13-hour days, day after day after day? And by the way, you say, oh, maybe it was just a long day the day you were there. No, I asked. I, I asked a lot of questions, talked to a lot of people, and it wasn't just that day. All that work over an entire month for one actual hour of television to be created. So, you know, it just really shows you. Now you say, what's, you know, what's with the, with the work? You know, why, why so many hours? Well, there's so much in, the, in terms of repetition. Now, I can appreciate this as a former athlete. We call it practice, right? You know, practice. Alan Iverson, practice? We're talking about practice? Yeah, you know, who likes to go to practice? Hardly anyone I've ever, ever played with or knew. You, you know, you do the practice to get to the game. And so here in the TV movie biz, what you've got is you just have to do repetition after repetition. So what they would do is they'd have almost like the B team, the, the, the non-actors. There would be people that would stand in for various roles and they'd run through it, run through it without the actual key actors. Other, other people were in it. That was just like the first version. And then you'd actually have the main characters come in and do their part. And then that would be repeated several times over. So every single scene requires five and six and up from there repetitions until they're satisfied that this is acceptable and this is good enough and this is excellence and this meets our standard. Wow. What? I mean, what? what a commitment, what a commitment. And let's talk a little bit more about that commitment in terms of uh, excellence and detail. I mean, the attention to detail was in incredible. For instance, uh, every, and I was, you know, not in that many scenes, so let's just be clear. Really, when you come right down to it, it, it was essentially two scenes. But of course, there were, again, many takes. Every time before it was time to film, Someone came over to me and just wanted to make sure that 
the button on my suit jacket was in fact buttoned that I had buttoned the suit so that you had that, you know, kind of like clean look there, not an open jacket, but buttoned every single time, every single time. And for a minor person like me, someone assigned just to come over and say, got that button, got that button, right? Buttoned up that jacket, right? You got that jacket buttoned. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I understand. That's incredible. Just absolutely incredible. So that's the kind of, uh, of focus that, that, you know, that we're talking about. All right. So what, what's that say for you and me? It, big insight number two. Here's big insight number two. Yeah, that this uh, takes a lot of hard work in life to be successful. It's going to take a lot of work. If you don't want to put in the time, then you want the really cool TV series and you want to see all the episodes yeah, it's going to be an incredible amount of work for a very small amount of what you actually end up watching on TV. I mean, the way they do these things now where they release them all at once is that if each week there's a new episode, I mean, people in one weekend can binge the whole thing and watch the whole, and like in one weekend, someone can devour what took months and months and months and months of work to make. That's it. You've got to be willing to put the work in. And part of putting the work in is repetition, is repetition, is repetition. The, the classic uh, 10,000 hour rule, rule, right? That Malcolm Gladwell made famous. But, you know, you got to do something for 10,000 hours to become an expert at it. I mean, just re- repeating over and over and over and over again. So, you know, if you say, man, I just keep doing the same stuff. Yeah, that's how you get really good at something. Attention to detail. There you go. Another, you got to have significant attention to detail. So the hard work is the baseline. But it's not enough just to work hard. It's the hard work combined with the repetition and the attention to detail. Now, you do all that, and guess what? You're, you're going to come out as a winner. You're going to succeed. Whatever it is you're trying to do, you are going to find success in doing it when you practice those principles. Here's another one for you. Just the waiting involved. You know, you talk about all this work. Yeah, all this work and waiting. My son is is an officer in the army and they have their famous phrase, hurry up and wait. You know, like hurry up and then you wait. Yeah, it's the same thing. Lots and lots of waiting. Lots of just sitting in this room. More time waiting than acting. Why? Well, because the crew members have got to uh, set up the next scene. They've got to get the things together that they want to get together and different people have to do different things. And so everyone's working, but everyone's not working at the same time. The people that set the whole thing up then aren't quote unquote working while the acting takes place and the actors are waiting while other crew members set things up. I mean, this is just a great little life lesson, which is, you know, there's always going to be waiting in life. There's always going to be waiting. You're going to be waiting. You'll be waiting for your break. You're going to be waiting for your spouse to to become the person, you know, to to have a spouse. You're going to wait to find that right person to marry. And by the way, then, if you're like me, you'll be waiting for your spouse after that as you want to go places and she's not ready. So it's waiting. Life is filled with waiting. If you're in school right now, it's like, when am I going to be able to get out of school and get a job? Waiting. Maybe you're married and and you want to have a child and you're waiting to get pregnant. Waiting. There's always waiting involved. Waiting for the big break. Waiting for the dream to come true. This is life. Life involves waiting. But the result can be very positive. But you have to be willing to, to wait. And these 
these folks in, in, in the television business here, they understand that. They, they see it. So those, those are just some, some, I think, some really powerful insights, success insights uh, about life. But I want to I take a, just a spiritual turn here because, you know, as I just reflected on the whole thing, I just couldn't help but think about, you know, just how, how this kind of re- relates to what happens in, in our lives um, as we are praying about things we, we'd like to see happen. You know, part, part of why I... I did this is I like to um, try new things. I like to take on new challenges. It helps me to see familiar things in fresh ways with fresh eyes. And I, I've been a person of prayer for a long time, but man, I just, I just reflected on prayer in, in, in terms of what took place in this experience it just really struck me, you know, because when we pray, obviously, we uh, want uh, God to answer. And um, sometimes we feel like he doesn't. Uh, but usually it go, goes like this. A few times we'll get the answer and it'll be a quick answer, yes. And that is great. When those things happen, you just say, wow, this is my day. And sometimes you get a quick no, just like a quick shutdown no. No, it's not going to happen. But most of the time, it is the waiting. You're waiting for the answer. Why do you have to wait for the answer? Why can't God give you the yes or give you the no? Although most of us pray prayers to get the yes and not the no. And most of us can get the yes and not the no if we're willing to wait. So what's it, what's going on? Well, I, I think it has something to do with with the the production, the, the very thing that that I just experienced. The final product is going to be good, but stuff had to happen behind the scenes first. I think God is at work, and and we we can't see it. Behind the scenes, there are all kinds of people who are a part of the plot called our life. It takes time for all the pieces to fit together. Yeah. And we have to be patient while God works it all out. That's a good perspective, friends. God's working behind the scenes. We want to see the final product. It really cool. TV show, really great storylines, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but what about all the work that had to happen, all the things that happened behind the scenes? You know, it may be that we need to be prepared for the answer that God gives. Maybe there needs to be repeated practice, multiple takes, so that we're ready for what God's going to give us. Like God's like, oh, I'm going to give you something really great, but you got to be ready to receive it. God never wastes a blessing on someone who's not to prepare to receive it. So sometimes the waiting is about preparing us, preparing us to, you know, to receive what, what we will get. But we've got to be in that preparation mode for a while. And frankly, maybe, just to be frank, maybe we, we need to be prepared for the, the answer that is no, like, you know, like if we got an instant no, we'd be crushed. But over time, when the answer finally comes, we're able to go, okay, yeah, I get it. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it, but I can accept it. You know, there's there's things I, I just, 
I haven't been able to accept in my life. And there's things I've been able to accept and things I've been able to accept are usually the things that I end up uh, receiving uh, a little bit later in, uh, in life uh, or maybe not later in life, but a, a little bit later as time goes by, I, I have some more experiences. I get a little more insight and it's, it's, it's helpful. The fact of the matter is, is that uh, God's got some good stuff in store for all of us, even in the midst of this challenging pandemic. But we're coming out of it this year. It's going to be great. There's going to be, there's going to be direction. And he's, he's working behind the scenes. He's working behind the scenes in this production of your life. And you just have to trust that. And then what you have to do is do the work. Do the work that needs to be done. Put in the hours. Make sure you got the right team. The right crew that can help you. And you put all that together and uh, things are going to go well for you. And that's what I learned in my big one day on a TV show set some really fascinating experiences that also had some, I think, powerful uh, life lessons uh, for you and and for me as well. And so I hope this can help you and and I hope that you can put it into practice in your own life and and, and see the benefit that, that can come in doing that. And again, thanks for joining us. Second episode back from our break into our new season and Lots of good stuff in store in the weeks to come. Lots of great episodes to share with you. So subscribe so you can get every episode just uh, dropped right to you. Tell your friends, put it on your social media, and uh, let's see if we can't motivate, inspire, and encourage a whole lot more folks. Have a great week until I see you again. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.